Hi, my name is Aisha Addo, and I'm the founder of Power to Girls Foundation and Drive Home. <laughs> You're listening to Unfiltered, the podcast. During the week, a friend reached out to me asking me to teach him to become an entrepreneur, which led me to asking the question, can entrepreneurship be thought? In today's episode, we will be discussing what entrepreneurship is and whether or not as an entrepreneur, you can teach someone else to become an entrepreneur. Before we dive into the topic, I think it's imperative for us to discuss what entrepreneurship is. I think a lot of times people think entrepreneurship is, you know, you working for yourself, you having your side hustle, you know, you making money, not um, having to report to anyone and not having to, you know, take directions or anything from anyone. Well, let me bust that bubble a little bit. That is not what entrepreneurship is. So I consulted the beautiful people of the internet to figure out what exactly entrepreneurship is. How can we define entrepreneurship? And my favorite, favorite definition is that entrepreneurship is the process of doing something new and something different for the purpose of creating wealth for the individual and adding value to society. Personally, I think that is so important because one of the things that I tell people all the time is that if you're doing something and you do not understand the why or you do not know the why, then it becomes harder and challenging for you to really give it your all because when things become hard, guess what? You bounce. Anyways, so back to the topic of entrepreneurship. So to me, I believe that there are three main things that you should look at when you're looking at the topic of entrepreneurship. The first one, of course, is innovation. Are you doing something new, something different, or are you enhancing an already available service, product, or whatever it may be? The second aspect, I think, is the value that it adds to society. So what exactly is it that you are bringing to the table that is imperative to the well-being of people or well-being? Um, for me, it's women um, and young girls, right? So I think once you sort of like look at those two things, then it sort of leads to the third thing, which is how do you generate wealth or create wealth based off of those two things that you're doing? So I think it's important to highlight that if the main reason why you want to become an entrepreneur is solely to make money, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But then how does that add value to society? And then also, how are you actually changing the lives of people? Again, this is something that is important to me because I consider myself a social entrepreneur and I ensure that every aspect of the work that I do is connected to my passions, which is in female empowerment and promoting women's right and also providing safe spaces for women to thrive and to grow. One of my favorite quotes on business actually is from Professor Colin Mayers of um, Oxford University. And he said that the purpose of business is not to create profits, it's to create profitable solutions for the people and the planet that in turn produce profit. And um, I think that was so profound when I heard that over the cause of the weekend at um, the St. Gallen Symposium, mainly because I think in today's day and age, everyone wants to be a boss. Everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. And if you know me and if you've had conversations with me, you know that I am an advocate for people finding themselves and, you know, doing the things that make them happy. However, what I'm not a fan of, a big fan of is people leaving their, um, you know, their good paying jobs and not having a plan and, you know, sort of like springing actually head first into entrepreneurship without a plan, without a strategy, um, and with with no, you know, solution or 
product or service or anything like that, all in the name of wanting to become an entrepreneur. So I think it's important to discuss that aspect as well, that like if you want to generate wealth and you want to create wealth for yourself or your family and you believe that being an entrepreneur is what's going to allow you to do that, is going to allow you the freedom for you to do that, then you have to look at ways that you can actually do just strategically as opposed to just like diving into, you know, quote unquote entrepreneurship with no product, with no service, um, leaving, you know, sort of like what's giving you stable income and capital to become an entrepreneur. Let me also add that if you decide to start your own business or to become an entrepreneur or start something, you do need capital in order for you to do that. One of the misconceptions of entrepreneurship is that once you decide to do it, everything will fall into place. No, that's a lie everything will not fall into place. One of the things that I told my friend when he reached out asking me me to teach him entrepreneurship was that, listen, I am still figuring it out as well. I am still learning as I go. But then I think one of the key things is that it's your dedication to your cause and dedication to um, whatever it is that you're solving or whatever business it is that you're trying to start that is going to keep you going. Okay, so back to some of the things or lessons that I think you need to know before deciding to become an entrepreneur. First things first is that if you have a good paying job that is providing you with support and is providing you with um, benefits, with income for you to pay your bills and all of that stuff, do not leave that job just yet, just so that you can focus on your business. One of the advices that I would give to people is that one, keep that job. And after your nine to five, you can still work on your business from five to 10 or five to 11, whatever it is that you decide. However, do not leave your job and decide that you're going to become an entrepreneur. The second thing that I would say is that you have to have a strategy. You have to have a plan in place that is going to allow for you to actually do the things that you want to do. Time management is something that is so key and is so vital. And it's that if you've not been able to, in a way, build up those skills and build up your time and how you're going to divide your time, it's actually going to be a bit harder for you to become an entrepreneur because in most cases, you are managing your own time. No one is telling you when to get up and when to go to bed. No one is telling you when you need to be in work or when you need to clock out. It is your own time. So you need to build up the skill of time management. The next thing that I would say personally is that you have to be patient, Um, but then you also have to have a why. The reason why I always um, challenge people to have a why when they're starting something is because your why is what's going to keep you going. Your why is going to be the reason why you wake up in the morning. Your why is going to be the reason why you um, fight and you push and you, you know, go into spaces that might not necessarily be meant for you. That is your why. Your why is going to be the fuel that is going to keep you going, the drive that is going to keep you going. Um, And in some cases, that's what's going to keep you sane when you feel like giving up. The other aspect that I would add is build your network. Your network is your capital. Your network is your moolah. So you have to be able to build that. You have to step out of your comfort zone. You have to go into spaces that you're not sometimes you're not too comfortable with in order for you to meet people outside of you know the little network that you've built for yourself 
And I think building your network is something that is so important and is so vital, mainly because that these are your first, your early adopters in a way. So if you're starting a business or, you know, you're building something, you're starting a service or whatever it may be, your network is going to be the very first people that sometimes in some cases are going to share it. So you have to be able to build that network in order for you to thrive. I think those are the main things that I would say that you should make sure that you do before you actually decide to take the plunge to become an entrepreneur. However, trust me, having a steady paycheck is a is bliss. It's nice. And I know a lot of people say that, you know, why should I slay for someone else when I could be doing my own thing? But realistically speaking, and it's something that I feel like a lot of times people don't talk about a lot, is that the way that you're treating someone else's business, someone else's work, is the same way that you're going to treat your own work. So take use your um, you know, your nine to five as a way to build your network, as a way to build your skills, as a way to um build yourself up. And I think what will be even more exciting is that if you do, you are thinking of becoming an entrepreneur, you're thinking of starting a business. However, you also know that you enjoy or you cannot necessarily take the plunge yet because of financial reasons. What I would urge you to do is that think of companies or businesses or people that are doing the stuff that you care about or the stuff that um, the area that you'd want to get into and use that as an opportunity to learn, as an opportunity to grow, as an opportunity to build on your skills um, and to also expand on your learnings, right? So then that way, when you are ready to become an entrepreneur or you're ready to finally take the plunge, you have all these skills and resources under your belt. I'll give you a perfect example. So for me, um, I actually studied accounting in school. I hated accounting. However, all the things that I learned in accounting is something that is applicable in every aspect of the work that I do. But more importantly, when I first started Power to Girls, I was running Power to Girls out of my pocket. We were, we were not getting money from anywhere. We were not getting, um, yeah, we were not getting resources or anything from anywhere. The first couple of years was strictly out of my pocket. But one of the things that I did was that I connected with other organizations and I actually went into another organization that did not have what we were offering at Power to Girls, which is girls programming. So in the end, I actually ended up being hired by this organization to not only run our program, but then also helping them design programs that is catered to um, young girls. So that is one thing that I always urge people to do is that find companies that in a way sort of like have whatever it is that you're trying to build or you're trying to discover. And then you can, one, embed it into their company culture. Um, of course, there is a lot of like, you know, loopholes and um, legalities around that. But think of that as a way of you building your experience, um, building, you know, your your brand as well, and also as a way of you learning new skills. That experience actually was very paramount for me because it allowed me the flexibility to not only do the work that I love to do, which is providing services for girls, but then it also provided me with a steady income, which in a way also provide, um, gave me the ability to go back into the communities to do the work that I do at Power to Girls. Um, so again, it's a win-win situation depending on where you look at it from, but then I would not urge you to just up one day and say, you know what, I'm done with my work. I'm going to start my own business. I mean, that is unless if you have money saved. 
I think one thing that I forgot to mention is that save your money. I think financial literacy and financial management is key to you wanting to become an entrepreneur or to you actually doing that. Um, the money that you get from your paycheck can be, you know, you can save some periodically for it to actually become your seed money because there is this myth that, you know, once you decide to become an entrepreneur, the money is going to be falling on your lap. In some cases, it happens. In some cases, it does not happen. So I would urge you to also work on your financial management. There are different tools available that would actually help you manage your money, that would help you save, that would help you, um, you know, understand you know how to manage your money properly so before you take the plunge there are five things that i want you to remember before you decide to become an entrepreneur one is you need to be dedicated dedication 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 to your cause to the product that you're developing to the things that you want to change the other thing is time management learn to manage your time properly and effectively you know still do your nine to five and work on your side hustle from five to ten or whatever time frame that you have designed for it also the other thing that i mentioned is that have a strategy having a strategy in place is paramount to you actually succeeding in whatever it is that you decide to do the other thing is be patient have a why as to why you're doing what you're doing have a reason have um have a connection to the cause that you're working on or whatever it is that you're doing because trust me personal stories honestly causes you to be relatable not only as a brand but as a person as well and it also makes it easier for people to understand why they need to support what you're doing so be patient have a why and then last but definitely not the least is build your network step out of your comfort zone build your network go into you know go to events that speak to you um, but then don't go to events with your friends one networking tip that I always like to leave people with is that do not go to networking events with your friends go to networking events by yourself that way you're able to step out of your comfort zone or you're able to connect with people people that you would not necessarily connect with if you're there with your friend. Um, I hope this tips helps in terms of, you know, the question of whether or not we can teach entrepreneurship. Honestly, that is still up in the air. I do not think that I can teach anyone to become an entrepreneur, but then I can definitely give you skills, resources, and support to help you become an effective entrepreneur. Um, and I think it's really important for me to, to say that if your desire to become an entrepreneur is to build wealth for your you know, for future generations or to gain extra income, then I would definitely say this, that you are not going to build generational wealth from having one business. You need to diversify your income. And, you know, one thing that I came across this week is that the average millionaire has up to seven multiple streams of income. So if you want to build wealth just by starting this one business, then I would urge you to think again, diversify your income, look for other ways that you can make money. And I think in other episodes of, you know, this podcast, we would definitely discuss how we can diversify our income as an entrepreneur, especially, or as someone that wants to get into the entrepreneurial lifestyle. Um, I do hope that you enjoyed today's session. I did actually consult a couple of friends to ask them if entrepreneurship can be taught. And these were some of the things that they had to say. Yes, yes, yes. So entrepreneurship is about experience. It's about action. It's about doing. And uh, you can learn from the experience. You can teach from the experience. 
but you cannot teach experience itself. You can only guide or facilitate for someone to have an experience where they can't have the same experience as you because you are individual. So entrepreneurship is the same way. You can teach business. You can teach them business ethics. You can teach them what entrepreneurship means or the steps that you took or one took to be an entrepreneur, but it requires an individual to now take that knowledge and apply it. And that is entrepreneurship, applying. It's an application, it's the action. And that action cannot be taught. You can teach steps, but that is not entrepreneurship itself. It's the application that is entrepreneurship. Uh, can entrepreneurship be taught? I would say yes and no. So yes, you can teach people the systems and processes needed to succeed as an entrepreneur. However, I believe that only a few people actually know what to do with that information. Um, and I would say no, because, you know, the part about being consistent and being disciplined, you simply can't teach people that, right? The individual has to want it badly enough to develop those attributes. Um, you know, I went to school and I obtained my master's degree in business, entrepreneurship and technology. And essentially the goal for me was to learn what it means to be an entrepreneur and also learn about the different aspects of it. So product development, marketing, customer discovery, etc. You know, but my professors won't be here to teach me how to apply it. You know, like they've given me the knowledge. Um, now it's time for me to execute on that knowledge. And for me, I believe that execution can't be taught. You either can or you can't. And that's my answer. Can entrepreneurship be taught? Uh, it's an interesting question. And I think the answer for me is absolutely. In fact, that is the basis of, uh, of incubators and accelerators. They are uh, organizations that are set up to help people that do not have entrepreneurial experience or at least not a significant amount of it to learn the game, to learn what makes an interesting investment, to learn how to message, how to um, attract and retain customers. Um, not quite how to build technology because business is not necessarily a technological endeavor, uh, but uh, it's about making things that people value. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of Unfiltered. I want to hear from you. Do you think entrepreneurship can be thought? Leave me a voice message. Share this. Spread the love. Comment. Subscribe. All that beautiful stuff. But until next time, I hope you believe in your infinite potential. Your only limitations are those that you set up on yourself. Stay true. Do you get unfiltered? This is Unfiltered.